The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan on News Talk. The central bank have uh, published their latest economic forecasts today. And what they suggest is that inflation is going to ease over the year to about 5%. So that's lower than previously expected. It was expected to be about 6.5%. But of course, only last week we were talking about the fact that inflation in February was higher than expected. So John Fitzgerald, who's adjunct professor of economics at Trinity College Dublin, is with me. And John, as always, I'm going to ask you to play the role of, of economic interpreter for me. Why, if inflation in, over the last month has been higher than expected, is it ultimately going to end up lower than expected? All right. Uh, uh, not necessarily lower than expected. Uh, what the central bank are saying, uh, it will average over the year 5%. So you have 9% and 8%. And then by the end of the year, it's going to be below 5%. Um, why is it inflation coming down? Well, uh, gas prices rose um, in the first half of last year, peaking in August of last year. And they've come right back down since then. Now, we're not seeing it in, in, in our bills yet. Um, but that will come through in the bills. It's a question of how rapidly it comes through in the bills, but that'll come through in the bills. So when gas and electricity prices come back down and petrol has come back from its peak, um, uh, that begins to flow through the economy. But we're still going to see uh, c- continuing inflation, in particular on food prices, um, groceries, that area, um, out to the end of the year okay. and into next year. Well, we we actually were out in the street a little bit earlier, uh, given these high food prices, asking shoppers if they felt the pinch. Take a listen. I have indeed, big time, yes. I think most things, really. Butter, bread, um, bananas. Yeah, it's gone up. Well, nearly 80 euros a week. We just get what we can and that's it. Prices are indeed creeping up. Physically noticing, like, as in, like, 2 to 3 and 4 obviously, yeah, I have, yeah. Probably not, no. I have, definitely, yeah, over the last few months. Just normal day-to-day household stuff has gone up in a quite substantial amount. Has it affected what I'm buying? Yes. I think it's affected what I'm buying in terms of, like, more luxury things, like clothing, Clothing is a luxury item. Oh, what items of your shopping gets chopped out? I don't know. Luxuries, I suppose. The chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> the cream cakes. Yeah, well, don't go out as much as regards socialising meals and stuff like that. Find it very expensive, but day-to-day stuff you have to buy, so you have no choice. Yeah, fair play to that woman in the middle who straight up said, no, she hadn't noticed the shopping getting more expensive. <laughs> anyway, uh, John, h- how long are higher food prices likely to persist? Because what we were told last week is that they're these, you know, is it secondary uh, causes? Um, well, food prices, I don't think they're going to go back down like some of the energy prices. Okay. Um, I think they'll probably stick like butter has gone from 219 to 339 for own brand butter in the, in the supermarkets. One of your speakers mentioned it. It's a really big increase. And of course, far, dairy farmers have done exceptionally well out of it. But um, no, prices, food prices are unlikely to come back down, but they will stop rising, I think, will be. And uh, when prices stop rising, that's an end to inflation. And the ECB um, are taking action, which is not going to be that easy for us, um, which will probably by the end of next year or certainly Mm. in the following year see inflation back to 2%. So if food prices level off but don't come back down and uh, the ECB continues to increase rates, their mortgage payments go up. I mean, unless people are getting pay rises, despite the relatively good news in this from the central bank today, they're still materially going to be worse off at the end of this year than they were last year and the year before. 
Well, actually, um, uh, what the central banks say is they will be better off uh, probably this year than last year, because I think they have wage rates rise by about six, something over 6% this year, more than with prices rising by 5%, which will leave people better off. And next year, the gap will be even substantially bigger. That wage rates they see rising at 5% next year with inflation. Okay. So, 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 so when I suggest to someone, the person who doesn't get the pay rise, they're few and far between, according to the central bank. On average, people are getting those yep. pay rises. Yeah, and in the, some of the high tech sectors that had big pay rises, but um, uh, so uh, 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 next year and the year uh, year after, you'll see people catching up. And so when we look into the crystal ball, uh, the economic crystal ball, and I know this is always kind of fraught with peril uh, doing this. Uh, do do we know what might be expected beyond the latter end of this year? Um, the one thing forecasters know is you'll be wrong, whatever you say. Um, <laughs> but uh, the, the 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 Irish economy is in a pretty strong position. Like unemployment is at a pretty well an all time low. Um, people's standard of living this year, having fallen last year on average, will increase, will improve this year, and improve even more next year. So things are like doing better here than in a lot of the rest of Europe, but things are, you're likely to see growth in the rest of Europe um, this year. So um, the picture is a lot less bleak than it looked, um, um, say, uh, nine months ago. And the fact, and and again, this isn't the central bank's statistics they released today, Ireland's the only country in the euro area where demand for mortgages rose in the final three months of last year. I mean, is that a reflection of that robust economy yeah, it, that you talk about? Is it a reflection of it, the level of savings it, that a lot of people have? Well, it, it, it is a reflection of uh, people have a lot of savings which are going to the housing market, but the housing market is where the, the real problems arise. It's like a child growing, you have to go out and buy more clothes, but actually buying houses for Ireland, you can't go to IKEA and buy it in kit form and stick it up. You've got to build them and we're not building enough. And if if the, if you saw a decent recession in Ireland, then you'd see um, rents coming back down again and you'd see houses becoming more accessible. But um, that's a very painful way of dealing with the housing market. Um, it's better to just build more. All right. Well, a little evidence that we're, we're, we're building enough or that we're going to build more in the near future uh, anyway. So that problem likely to persist. John, you gave me a bit of a flashback there. I was in Ikea yesterday. Forget Dante's seven circles. I mean, the, the shop floor to the marketplace to the South Service Isle. There are three circles of hell and they can be found in Ballymun. Anyway, John Fitzgerald is the Adjunct Professor of Economics at Trinity College Dublin. The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan. Weekdays from four on News Talk.